What's up, YouTubeites? Welcome to Lords of the Bo <laughs> Lords of the Ra Lords of the Longbox. It has been a long day, man. I am uh, in full-on quarantine mode, and uh, yeah, man, I haven't looking for a barber. I got my hat on, just looking all disheveled. So uh, sorry, running a little bit late, boys and girls. We're just getting some information, like uh, just like at the last minute. Uh, so let's get right to it. Let's start off with the theme song, y'all. What is good, YouTube and I? It's welcome to Lords of the Long Box. Almost new comic book day. This is Tuesday, March 24th, seven days into quarantine or two weeks. I have no idea. I'm still working from home. I actually had some stuff today. It got kind of irritated. I was like, how dare you bother me at home? I'm, uh, I'm working from home, really, kind of. But hey, welcome to the cover price top 10 back issue sales for the week ending March 22nd, I believe. Uh, so last Sunday is the end of that sales cycle. As always, I got my man, Milton the Man. I'm going to say what's up, Zach. What's up, everyone? I know it's new comic book day tomorrow, but I was able to get my books today. One of the main reasons is I got the hookup. The second is El Paso's going on lockdown tonight. So my store was selling a day early. Um, sad day, man. Sad day. No new comics on the horizon. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow, actually, on the Lord's show. But um, um, first, let me introduce Otto the Humdrum, stuck at home with his kids and wife. And uh, That's right. That's people. right. Thank you very much for joining in tonight. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Unfortunately, it is probably the net last new comic book day for a while. So go to your LCS if they're available. Spend some money. You know, Dig deep in the wallets. Keep those people alive. Because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have new comic books. So let's see what we can do for those uh, LCSs out there. All right. So let's get started. Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of crazy stuff happening, man. Like uh, I just read YouTube is going to be throttling down bandwidth. Uh, so mm. basically, it's going to be hard for you to view anything in 4K and 1080p. It's going to load in standard definition. Yeah, you have to and you'll have to right? change it to yeah. high with def high definition. So in the app or itself, in the viewer itself, you have to change it to uh, high, uh, HD. It's going to start at like 480. That's crazy, right? They're doing that over in uh, UK too. Disney uh, Plus and Netflix are throttling because there's so many people at home. Everybody is streaming. This is crazy, dude. I mean, it's problems. Yeah, it is. Yeah, talk about it. Uh, so, of course, this is a uh, cover price top 10. Check out our friends at coverprice.com for all kinds of goodies. Uh, this is a list brought to you strictly on sales data from our friends over at cover price. They pull in like 300,000 points of data a day. They pull from different places. This isn't a not top 10 sales list of comics ordered from Diamond or whomever. This is, uh, this is back issue sales. So, they can pile this off eBay comic link my comic shop wherever they are selling these books so most of the time they're going to be newer books on here every now and then get an older book on here so this is we are just giving you sales data right we're not you know looking into the future and telling you this book's going to get hot because i'm gonna tell you right now i was going through this list i am very disappointed at you as collectors uh who buying into this bullshit i'll just say that <laughs> um, and just, i'm not blaming our friends at cover price because they're just about the sales data they give you the sales data is so numbers per aren't wrong per se uh they're Correct. not right they're not yeah. right or wrong it's data and oh, we sorry. try to analyze it go ahead I think that's important to to state because I know we do a lot of um, 
a lot of spec stuff. But yeah, as Tim said, this is not spec. This is not mm-hmm. spec. These books are hot because they have been purchased. So that, we'll that's take what we're we do doing this, here is spec yeah. stuff. That's why we do these like two days after the week because they can we compile it from you know Saturday to Sunday for those week of sales. So it's pulled from different sources. And then we're gonna see some of these books. And I, I just gotta say, I mean, I you know, I'm glad we did it because it just shows the kind of stupidity of a lot of you people out there and a lot of you people who follow these apps or our YouTube channels. I mean, I, I hate to say that because people are gonna think that we do that, but I've always stayed away from specking new stuff. I never do. Right. I only do it based on movie and TV news. I don't just do it based on just nonsense, to be honest with you. So with that caveat in mind. Oh, drink. I said caveat. Uh, Let's get right (laughs) to it, boys and girls. Our cover price, top 10 back issue sales. And I believe Otto's got the odd ones, right? Well, you're going to start with honorable mention first. Oh, let's do that. I don't have a graphic for it, but huge shout out to uh, those who've been watching uh, The Mandalorian and Star Wars and the books that we've been talking about. Ahsoka Tanu has been cast for Mandalorian season yep. two. This is huge news, and that book is starting to pick up. So if you don't have it, go ask Justin. I think he's got uh, quite a few yeah, copies. He's yeah, he's up on it. up like four or five. Yeah, I do believe we. he started buying those when we had on our long-term spec list a while ago that they were going to be developing Ahsoka Tano for live action. We didn't know it was going to be Mandalorian, but we knew that they were planning it something just like Jade Mara. We Remember, we spec mm-hmm. Jade Mara. We even spec uh thrawn uh so that's mm-hmm. cool that we're gonna see this so this was she's part of the what we called the uh, honorable mentions that didn't quite crack the top 10 but i guarantee you next week i, I don't know if they, that book would even make it next week because there's not a lot it's not a high print one i would say yeah there's, not there's not a lot of copies out there yeah so i mean that's exciting news though i think she's perfectly cast perfectly aged because the sokotano by the time the mandalorian comes around she was kind of i would say she's a little bit older right a little yeah. bit right yeah, so yeah. she's got to be like a, a seasoned Jedi by this point. But all right, so uh, uh, Otto, you're the odd one, right? No, no, I'm no, starting. Zach is going to start with number ten. Yeah. All right, so let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is a leftover from last week, and yeah. so same book from last week. Shouldn't be surprising to anyone. This has been a hot book for a while. It's uh, X Men number four, first appearance of Omega Red, classic Jim Lee cover on the X Men there. Um, a lot of things coming out in these rumors. He's rumored to appear in Disney Plus's Falcon and Winter Soldier whenever that eventually drops. But in terms of price or in terms of sales, it sold 27 copies, had a seven-day trend of 98%, and had a high sale of 175 for CGC 9.8. So this book's been hot for a while. Great cover, classic villain. Um, a lot of people scooping this book up. Oh, yeah. Classic Jim Lee. I mean, like I said, I, everybody has at least one copy. You know what I mean? Correct. <laughs> or like if you're Swolverine, I think he's got like 27 copies. <laughs> right. It's just he's waiting for it to break, right? Like exactly, that's something everybody's yeah. been hoarding. Yeah. But this is classic. I, I actually think Jim Lee's art was better back then than it is now. And oh, here's the, here's, you'll never look at Jim Lee art again the same way when I tell you this. All of Jim Lee's characters have scars in their faces. Hmm. I never look noticed the, his Batman at, and his X-Men are definitely the best. Yeah. Yeah. But they always have scars in their face. I think it's to show trauma or whatever, but it's kind of interesting that he always draws that. And I, I, st- I couldn't look at, and the most prominent was uh, in Punisher War Journal when he did it. You know who else does it? Wills Protasio, who back in the day used to draw like wet works and stuff. Oh, wet works was great. Oh, I love yeah. wet works. So Bill asks, what's the raw average on this? So the raw average on this book is going to be $15. So that's obviously not on any kind of like uh very average in terms of all the grades. The highest raw sales you're going to have is a $100 book. The lowest raw sales is you're going to have a $2 book. So right. obviously really dependent on 
on um, condition there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go to number nine on the list. Otto, what do you got? Yes. We've got countdown number 31, a book that I really don't know much about, but this book does contain the short origin of the Joker, which alludes to being the uh, beginning of the three Jokers. It sold 24 copies. It had a seven day trend of 114% and a high raw sale of 1499. So Jack and I were, Zach and I were talking with Tim here and I don't remember seeing this on the, uh, on the uh, boards as far as new comic book day and stuff like that, but it's got some Joker lines and well, it's not, can, it's, it's, oh, from, yeah, it's old. Yeah, it's yeah. old book. So it's not going to yeah. be a new comic book day. Yeah. It's so from a countdown, that 52 storyline that they did like way before yeah. new 52. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But again, we've got, you know, a short origin story of the Joker here and the three Jokers. That's what's up and coming. And you'll see as we're talking about all the Joker stuff coming up. So the reason why this book is, is picking up, because in this story, it alludes to there being three Jokers. And of course, that's the new DC storyline. Um, and so that's why this book is picking up, because it's it's not really the origin of the Joker, but it alludes to there being three Jokers. And that gives. Was on, yeah, yeah, the book, the book gives three different origins of the joker so it doesn't necessarily like say hey there's three jokers but it gives right. you three origin stories for yeah. the joker so any little amount of spec you know we're gonna get things up so um you know it's it's a mover i mean it's number nine on the list nice to see some dc love in there that's not all um you know punchline and as i say that odd uh, zach what's yeah. that yeah <laughs> so a punchline adjacent book, I guess. It's really getting more credit for the first appearance of the designer. We got Batman 90. This was on here last week. In fact, I believe it might have been our number one last week or number no, two. No, it was number three, I think. It number, was three? number three? Yeah. So, the cameo was number two and the first four. Right. Yeah, it was number one. So first full appearance of the designer, sold 38 copies, had a seven-day trend of 84% and had a high sale of $21.44 for a raw copy. This is obviously going to be cover A. There's a cover B that has the that cool Riddler. Um, God, I can't always mess that guy's name up. What's his name? Um, how do you pronounce it? The Mimic? Name. I'm sorry? <laughs> I said mimic. No, no, the, <laughs> the artist for the cover B variant. Um, oh, anyway. uh, Matina or Delato? Matina. Yeah, yeah. Matina. Sorry, Martina, I was thinking of yeah. someone else. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the cover A, like I said, this book is a hot book right now. This whole Batman storyline, anything Joker related right now, punchline, designer, hot books. I was yeah. thinking Francesca. Francesca. Francesco. Yeah. Francesco Matina. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's it. That's so, all I got. Yeah, it, it keeps on going. I mean, it's still number eight. So we'll see next week where it's at. And you think it'll it'll stay in the top 10? We shall see. That's what's cool it's about creep, these lists. Is we're doing them every week. Out, huh? Kind of see how it goes. But it's still there. Some of the trend at 84%. Uh, next up on the list is a book for Otto. And uh, this is for some dumb fuckery out there. Yeah, no, this is Batman 412. The speculation people believe that the Batman villain Mime has some connection to Punchline, which is what we've heard before. While this is stretched, most copies are pretty cheap. Um, it sold 16 copies, had a seven-day trend of 262%, and a high sale of $36 for a raw near-mint copy. Now, we've talked about this book before. Is there a connection between Mime and Punchline? Who knows? No. No, <laughs> I still like to say. Shout out to so. my man Tumua, who is on YouTube and Instagram. I believe he's the first one to post about this jokingly. And then Key Collector app posted it up as a hot book. So, uh, you know, all I'm going to say, come back and look at these books in two months from now. Yeah. And see where they are. Good luck. Uh, good luck selling your copy of Batman 412 for $36 in the future. Yeah, so we shall see. I mean, I, 
you're seeing the sales data and just flipping it and you're not holding on to these hoping for retirement or putting your kid through fucking uh, truck driving school or whatever the fuck it is they do hey shout out to jack b for the five dollar super chat appreciate it brother five dollars will go toward my copy of batman 412 i'm just kidding man i'm not gonna <laughs> Uh, I'm, uh, I like blue chippers and long-term spec. I don't like this, uh, this one, especially this one. The other ones, they have legs on them, but this one is pure conjecture, man. This is pure conjecture. Um, I'm assuming the mime doesn't speak, right? I'm a mime. I'm a mime. Uh, right. Does she speak? No. Well, punchline's already spoken. Right. So well, maybe she got her voice. Who knows? <laughs> I guess, man. All right. Next up is from a man, Zach. What do you got for Zach? Number six. So another book we shouldn't be surprised about seeing. We got Batman 89. It's been on here the past three weeks. We've been doing this. This is going to be the first partial cameo of Punchline. It's still moving, still selling hot. Sure Sold 50 copies, had a seven-day trend of 87%, and had a high sale of $149.99 for a CGC 9.8. So this is the book where you just see the lower half of her mouth, the first cameo appearance. Um we're going to have her first full appearance. No surprise. She'll be coming up here soon as well. But once again, just a book that has a lot of legs based on this punchline, Joker, Batman situation right now. This is the cover A here as well. Cover B, if you're looking for it, is going to have Batman fighting Deathstroke, another Matina variant. Curiously, it's not on our list. So I'll just tell you. Yeah, that they right must now. have creeped on out those ones. Yeah. So, I mean, this last week was number two on our list. So, uh, I mean, it's still pretty good to be up there. I mean, it's good for sales. Um, you know, and, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, in, intrude on our coverprice.com. And we'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow so we can have it on our show because this is about cover price and the sales data and what's going on in the market right now. And we can talk about how, you know, the stuff with Diamond will affect, you know, I mean, when you have a hot character, you want these books coming out like right. crazy right now. And this may affect us. So we shall see, man. Next week, oh, hold or, on. give me one. Give me one second. He, we got a question. Got you right now. Asking what the raw is selling for. So raw typical sale is going to be thirty two dollars, roughly. So I'll, I'll, just like previously, this is an average. Highest raw sales, you're going to have ninety one dollars. Lowest raw sales are two dollars. So cover price. Oh shit! And actually, lower than cover price. But um. Yeah. I wonder who got that shit. Yeah, who's selling that? Must be like cover (laughs) missing or something. I know, right? I got a corner of it. Here's a picture. They got just the the mouth of punchline and and they tore it apart. So, so that's very interesting, man. So, uh, contrary to what you think, it's not a punchline book. Next, Otto, what's next? Well, it's because of Nightwing number seventy because Diamond actually used the descriptive words of punchline very poorly on this. So, this book was a big hit in pre-sale thanks to Diamond. Yeah. For using the word punchline, causing the favor of the issue would feature the full appearance of a new character, punchline. She does not appear in this issue at all. So the prices tumbled quickly. It sold a huge amount, 111 copies, and had a seven-day trend of 52% and a high sale of $39.99 for a raw copy. And it turns out that it was just a farce. It was a mistake. Uh, Diamond used the wrong words to describe it, and people went crazy over it. I in wonder the why that so, is, though. Did they get well, an so, early solicitation from yeah, DC, and I DC think, had it wrong? Or? I think it's a combination of a few things. So when Batman 89 came out and we first had Punchline showing up, everyone's buying these books, right? And then everyone knew Hell Arisen was coming, but the order had already been put in. So really, Nightwing 70... Might have been the next week that was possible to order books in a large amount based on what was coming out. So I think shops just put in a huge order for these after all the heat from 89, 90, and Hell Arisen. 
and people Agreed. just thought that was the reason, and so they started scooping them up. Yeah, still don't cover though. I I still dig the cover. Oh, it's you great know? cover. So, and I mean, you know, the Joker War is playing out to be like it's going to be pretty epic. So you know, we it already might have, have a, yeah, like, we already have a book alluding to it already on the list that has no, really nothing to do with punchline or maybe so. I mean, at this point, I think they're just spending the Nick, the three Jokers, the Joker War, and the storyline that's coming, and that's why we're seeing you know mm -hmm. anything Joker adjacent, punchline adjacent, anything adjacent adjacent you want to think of. Uh, next up is a. Uh, I'm kind of excited for this book. This thing kind of popped out of nowhere, to be honest with you. Yeah. Zach, what is it? Number four on the list. So we got Fantastic Four 352. So a couple really exciting things about this, and I'll get to why it's a spec book, but one of the things that I think is exciting is, hey, man, we've got the Fantastic Four now in the MCU. So this is awesome that we're getting characters finally kind of showing up. This is the first appearance of the Minutemen, who are the police force for the Time Variance Authority who are going to appear in the Disney Plus Loki series. So not the high-profile Fantastic Four characters we want to see yet, but we're getting there. You know, We're getting a, a couple movements. So it sold 24 copies, had a seven-day trend of 266% increase, and had a high sale of 1995 for a near-mint raw. So I don't even know if there's like CGC data on this. I mean, who was great Probably at work? Right I don't before know, this was some the interesting team of the Fantasy Four that Art Adam or uh, that uh, Art Adams did. Uh, the one with uh, it was Hulk, Wolverine, uh, Ghost Rider, right? Spider Man and Ghost Rider. Yeah, it was right before. I think it ended right before this started. But this is with the variant stuff, so everybody's re really specking hard on the, and they haven't even announced anything official yet about. Uh, time variants you know what i mean all they saw was a tva on loki's shirt and they ran with it and so, that's it you know. and then you got a thor book that blew up you got this and this is a great that could be spec man because it may not be tva it may be tvo oh tvo oh. what up son in the first hey. appearance so Put it this I'm way, we don't have we don't have any long term spec on the Loki show. So whatever is out there, uh take what you know, whatever grains of salt there are. I'm looking right here on uh, cover price, and there is a graded copy, a ten dollar nine point six. Jesus, score, dude! Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's cheaper and than that, the raw book. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you know, you know thing about somebody the, screwed the, that one up. The interesting thing about Reed Richards, he rarely goes fantastic anymore, and he rarely uses his stretchy powers. You ever notice right. that if you read current, he's just there for his brain. I mean, really. He doesn't, he's not super stretchy anymore. It's kind of oh, sad, man. Yeah. It's kind of sad, man. I like seeing hang glider, uh, Reed Richards. Kind yeah, of right. Actually, early. I was just, I like it when he does, when he goes to a parachute. Yeah, the parachute yeah, or when really, he like, uh, I was just there's reading a giant the new, ball around the thing, you know? I yeah. just read the new Fantastic Four where they go, uh, there was a world that was created yep. where their mission was. And uh, it, was, uh, uh, it was actually how they got their powers. They, they fixed their yeah. origin. Yeah. But he, they made this world where everybody got powers through gamma rays. Mm hmm. So, you know, and he's facing him. And then there's a scene where he breaks him and uh, Sue Storm break out of a building and he flies off into That's like awesome. um, yeah. this parachute mode, man, which is pretty cool. All right. Number three on the list. Will Not, surprise you. Yeah. No surprises here. You're the villain. Uh, hell arisen number it is three. a surprise because it's not number one well you're right so we're dropped down to number three um well, you got to think to yourself what is one and two correct we've got some things going on here and it's going to be pretty interesting when tivo tells you how mad he is about number two so um that little foreshadow so uh, hell arisen number three you know it sold 78 copies um it had a seven day trend of 99 percent and a high sale of 169.99 for a cgc 9.8 so hell arisen number three 
first full uh, cameo punchline. That's it is what it is right, right there. So. It is. That's the comic that keeps on going. It's a shame that the split diamond is happening right now and that tomorrow. But you know, it would be curious to see if they were gonna stop shipping new comics and you can see what can really happen. I think this may affect it. But you know what? It may not affect back issue sales though, because I think people are gonna be like around with nothing new, just buying up as many copies as they can. You know, because I'm pretty sure they're even open, man. You're going to see a lot pop up on e on eBay in about a month or two from now. Your graded copies come back. Whoever yeah. didn't do on-site grading and they're mailing these in to get graded, you're going to see a bunch of them. Yeah. Yep. All right, Zach, what's so, number two? Number two is a oh, super random, unfortunate book. But what we have is, so I'll, I'll tell you what it is, and then we'll let Tebow the Terrible rant. Tebow the, Tebow the Mad. <laughs> so uh, we got Spectacular Spider-Man number 176. So this is a first appearance of a villain named Corona. And oh, fuck off. it has to do with some, you know, powers like, I, I guess, like virus type powers. And because of coronavirus, this grew. So it sold 35 copies, had a seven-day trend of 382% and had a high sale of $40 for a near mint raw. So like I said earlier, man, Coverprice.com just gives you the sales data. And so it's us, it's up to us to analyze it. First of all, if any of you are specking on a book uh, that's a virus in real life that's affecting how everybody lives their life and people are dying, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. And if you're an application or a website or a YouTube channel that's telling people to go out and get this, that it's a hot book and you should think about getting it, fuck you too, because that's pure bullshit. I hope your grandmother get cancer of the eyes. Serious. Okay. I mean, because this. Where is this book going to go? What's it going to do? You better but, flip you know, it right now. Yeah. I mean, it's stupid. Pure stupidity. I mean, at least the one with the the mime, I can see that maybe, you know, drawing something. But this is speculation at its worst. Right. This right here is speculation at its pure drivel ridden worst who needs to pay for subscriptions for their app or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? We don't do this kind of crap. We don't tell you to go buy something because it's, you know, something something's happening in real time. I mean, I can, you know, the same in a okay. So if you think about a comic attached to something in real life that happened, the only thing I can really think of off the top of my head is the black issue of Spider-Man when 9-11 right. came out. But Correct. that was an homage. That it was, was a tribute. That wasn't a tribute to all the first responders and everything. Right. That was uh, the comic book industry like saying there's sympathies and everything like that apathy thank you you know this is for all the other heroes that don't wear capes this is just pure stupidity and anybody that 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 pushes this shit you suck serious straight up you suck i mean if you need to do this for a living come on player come on playboy go get a job man because i got a full-time job i don't need fake shit you know what i mean when i do our list at least our news are based upon what we're hearing that's going to happen in movies and news this is pure stupidity uh, you know, it's stupid. Uh, you know, matter of fact, I hope you get coronavirus just for peddling this shit. You know, I hope you don't die, but I'll be sick as a dog for like two weeks. You know, that'd be horrible. I don't want people to die, but I mean, this is just pure stupidity. I mean, uh, you know, coronavirus. But like I said, this is anything about the guys at the cover price. They, I'm glad that they were able to get us this sales data so we can talk about it and be like, this is absolutely sheer stupidity at its highest form. This is people getting cabin fever stuck at home and you need something to buy. There's plenty of good books out there to buy. No, you know, no disrespect on Corona. But do you really think Marvel is going to reintroduce a name, a character named Corona in the comics or movies right. or TV show in any time in the near future? No, nah, people have 
Think about that. Because our spec driven by future issues, appearances, movies, TV shows. Do you really think Marvel's going to come? There's even a, they may, you know, I don't know how true it is, but they want to get rid of uh, the actress that plays the Wasp because she said she's not going to quarantine herself. If you think they're that sensitive, you think they're going to do anything with a character named Corona? Come on, y'all. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, that bad comedy crazy, star man. scream is the way I like to say it. This is not yeah, funny and, at all. And, you know, I mean, anybody could even look at seriously. I, this is a book to get. It's like, come on, go suck a dick. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> is this show for children? Oh, no, it's no show, is it for children? Yeah, suck a dick and choke on it. All right, so number we one, we don't have punchline. Interesting, man. Yeah, so uh, who's got number one? Uh, I can talk I a little bit about it, and I'll, you know, just uh, Zach and I will tag team this. All right, look at that. This is a surprising new number one on here. Yeah, Spawn number three hundred six. Um, it features a very popular uh, gunslinger Spawn on the cover. Uh, people are digging it. It's selling copies left and right. It's got a seven day trend of close to six hundred percent and a high sale of forty bucks for a raw copy. And Zach, what did we say was the who's coming out in this Ninja Who? Well, you have the first appearance and the cover, and then on the original cover, not the variant cover, the cover A D, is uh, a Raptor. Yeah. This is cover and then D, you yeah. also have the origin of Ninja Spawn in this issue. Ninja but Spawn, it's hot yeah. because of this Gunslinger variant, yeah. who's a very popular character. So here's the, and if you're thinking about in the collector's field, like yeah, last week we talked about two comics, remember? One was the new Bounty Hunters book, and then we said, you know what? You should go back and look at the first appearance, which is Star Wars 16. This book will get people to go look for the first appearance of Gunslinger Spawn. Yeah, it's even crazy that one. this spiked so much. Like, out of nowhere, there's really nothing, like, necessarily no heat. It's just a cool cover. People like this Gunslinger Spawn, and we're like, yo, I'm snagging it up. Yeah. Let me tell you something interesting, specifically about Spawn and people who look for characters that never appeared because it came from the Spawn toys. If you remember when Todd McFarlane was doing the Spawn action figures, he had everything from Samurai Spawn to Medieval oh, yeah. Spawn and mm -hmm. all these different ones. And they weren't even comic book characters. And people were like screaming, I would love to see this in a comic book. But, you know, Spawn has its kind of story. They didn't make a Medieval Spawn in Witchblade. Remember that? There was a Medieval yeah. Spawn. But there's so many different crazy iterations uh, spawns that he, Todd McFarlane made in his and his toy, those action figures were actually really good. I mean, they weren't like the seven dollar action figure, these were really highly articulated. I mean, the design on them was really well done. So, I'm kind of curious if I'm, I think Gunslinger Spawn did make his first appearance. You know, somebody want to look that up? What his first appearance in the comic books because I, I know there was a uh, uh, spawn toy for them. I mean, you know, Todd McFarlane was, I mean, for a while, he. Tom McFarlane was known for toys. He wasn't known for Spawn anymore. That's how far members, you know, in the middle, the one, the two hundreds of Spawn, nobody was reading Spawn anymore, right? He kind of went away, but everybody knew what Tom McFarlane toys were. He started doing, he got a licensing from like uh, the NHL and a couple of other places. So curious. Anybody in the live chat know the first appearance? Of it looks Gunsling like 174, maybe. Yeah, 174, 175. Yeah. Um, so. so the other interesting thing about this book too is once again, we have another book here that has no graded copies, no sales data, no sales data for any graded copy. Oh, that is a dope well, it's copy. pretty new. So I mean, may, it's probably at CGC now, right? Maybe. Um, so that's true. Uh, so I'm kind of. I think this. I'm trying to think if this is also the first time. Well, Philip Tan didn't do the cover, but he took over the internal art uh, for this one. And then our friend Ken Lashley has taken over after Philip Tan. So remember, I dropped that. Ken, Ken Lashley told me you can say it now. That Ken yeah. Lashley is going to be taken over for a Philip Tan. I mean, Todd McFarlane always gets the best artist to draw Spawn because you know Todd McFarlane is um, 
is an art is an artist before he's a writer. He's a horrible writer, by the way. <laughs> I want speaking of which, what's going on with the Spawn movie? We haven't heard nothing anything about that, have we? Nothing. But just a fun fact about this book, you guys. Uh, Spawn 174, 2008. It's a Greg Capullo cover. Uh, very low print run, and it's a silhouette of him on the cover. And it's actually a pretty dope cover done by Capullo. So if you think about Capullo's um, career, man, he has done the same title for like the longest times ever. I mean, if you think about, I mean, Spawn, he did it for a long time, and then he went over with Snyder doing Batman. I mean, he yeah, did yep. that for a long time too. Uh, and I think he's coming back with Snyder, isn't he? Uh, do something else? The three, the new- uh, no, three Jokers maybe with Jeff Johns. Yeah, because yeah. he remember he left and did his image thing for a while. I'm trying to think what Capullo did. Uh, I want to think it's uh, he did that. metal. I mean, when he was doing the oh, he he's did coming it. back for metal too. Yeah, yeah. Well, the image title he did. He left uh, when they ended their run on Batman. He went off and he did an image book. He was on um, X Force for quite a while as well. I'm gonna tell you right now. I was there reading that image book. It's kind of interesting how he, uh reborn. Yeah, reborn it was the he decided he wanted to do something uh uh indie book you know per se. I yeah. don't say how big reborn was an indie book, but it was pretty cool. Uh, the reborn storyline and you know Capullo, Capullo. I always say Capullo was greatly influenced by um you know and and reborn was kind of this cool kind of sci-fi fantasy thing where all the dead people were reborn into this kind of uh, fantasy world. It's kind of interesting. I don't want to give away too much, but it was pretty cool, man. Cool yeah. covers. I mean, Greg Capullo still kills it with the uh, with the art. A uh, little weird with the mustache and everything, but, you know, mm-hmm. otherwise. I always think when those two are together, you got Capullo and his mustache and Snyder with his eyebrow. Yeah, <laughs> Have you right. noticed that every picture he's got, like, this ri- his eyebrow rised up? Yeah. So shout out to everybody in the live chat who's joining us, man. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you guys for joining us. I know uh, things are kind of dead or slow right now. Uh, everybody's working from home. I'm only at 40 people watching, so hopefully you guys will catch us on the rewind. Normally we get uh, twice as many viewers, so I don't know uh, what's yeah. going on. Uh, things are slow, but... but- do not miss tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow, I have a, we have a huge, I mean, huge, huge, it's huge, huge, huge. long-term spec list for DCEU. This isn't CW. This isn't HBO Max or HBO, yeah, HBO Max. This is plans that DC is planning out for the next couple of years for the DC Cinematic Universe. Um, and dare I say, you may see a character or two from the books that we just gave you right now. But tomorrow, it's going to be huge. It goes everywhere from Golden Age. Silver Age, Bronze Age to modern Correct. Uh, for these characters' first appearances. And we're going to cover them all for you. It's a huge list. We got about 10 characters. It's a reserve list that they've already put aside to say, hey, we want to develop these characters for the DC. No, no, we'll do it right now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We got, our boys are gonna be joining us. we got our boys are going to be joining us tomorrow so we can thoroughly go through this list and tell you what all the first appearances are. So make sure you join us tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern for a DC long-term spec list that we got from our man, Mikey Sutton, man. So this is going to be huge. So uh, stay tuned. Any last words, Zach? No, just same thing. Everyone stay safe out there. Keep your, your families healthy and um, pick up that last week of comics. Make it a large week so it'll hold you over. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Otto the Humdrum, last words. That's it, everybody. Thank you very much for joining. It was my pleasure today with all the things that we got going on. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Miguel H., for noticing the FF5 in a display. Thank you very much for that. Dave in a cave from Three Men in the Basement jumping on with all the knowledge. And uh, everybody else who's been in the live chat listening to us talk. So thank you very much, guys. We appreciate it. We got a great show for you guys tomorrow night, too. Long-term spec list is huge. So let's get ready for that one. Yeah, so make sure you subscribe, like. 
leave a comment, all that good stuff. Make sure you hit the notification bell so you know when we go live. This today I scheduled this a little bit late, so I typically I schedule them a you know a day in advance. So as soon as I'm done with this show, I'm going to schedule the show for tomorrow. That comes at six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Pacific, or nine p.m. Eastern. Auto, myself, Zach, and probably our man Nemesis Prime will be on there. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Shaking back and pulling back. Oh my god.